feeling, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different Black romance novels across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we start the discussion of Kennedy Ryan's buzzworthy romance novel, Before I Let Go. Now, if you're into rekindling old flames and tropes around second chances, this is definitely the book for you. But if you're not sure about these type of themes and want to taste something a little different, please check out our other episodes on equally romantic books such as Honey and Spice, Seven Days in June, Odilia's favorite, Yinka, Where's Your Husband, and The Perfect Find. In this household, we welcome all different types of love tropes, and we know we have reviewed something just for you. Anywho, let's get into this one. Cue the intro. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. As my mischievous co-host said, this is our first episode on the acclaimed Kennedy Ryan book, Before I Let Go. Just, you know, it's acclaimed to me. I, I think it is acclaimed. She's a U.S. Today bestselling author. They're all bestselling authors. Okay. I don't know what the metric <laughs> is, but every book I've read is a bestselling author. Well, she's a U.S. Today bestselling author. Okay, now. Well, she's it's it's actually acclaimed and buzzworthy, okay, buzzworthy okay, and everything. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, the cover of the book has a quote from an author near and dear to this podcast, Miss Tia Williams. Um, she calls the book emotional, raw, real, and addictively delicious. So we said, well, let's get, let's find out how raw, real, and addictively delicious this is. <laughs> and so we're diving into the first um, <laughs> 11 chapters of the book. This one's a little long. Um, in doing so, we get to meet Josiah and Yasmin. We are in Atlanta, Georgia, the the state of the peach. The peach ATL, state. whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're in Atlanta, um, home of our favorite housewife series, um, home of great rap music, very blackity black. So we meet Josiah and Yasmin. They live in a suburb called Skyline. Mm -hmm. Don't ask us if it's real because I know neither of us Googled it. No, assuming <laughs> it's fictional. It's very fictional to me. Yeah. And um, in uh, what's happened here is Josiah. The book starts out, if I remember, we start in a prelude of Josiah like talking about how much he loves he loves Yasmin. Yasmin, and this is before. So like before they had kids. So I want to say like fifteen ish years. Yeah. Um, Young love. Yeah, he's in grad school. Mm -hmm. They're in his shitty apartment, mm -hmm. and he's sick. And she's feeding him. First of all, how you mess up chicken noodle soup is beyond me. I could. That is very worrying. Yasmin's like me. I don't cook. <laughs> That's also not even true. You're just you just love telling that lie. But I'm not lying. I know you're lying because I know you. But anyways, while this one continues to fib for fun, the rest of us who read the book want to know. Yasmin can't make chicken noodle soup and this man is, you know, he's on his his man flu deathbed and he's 
but he's still eating it and he's still like you know what so good Mm -mm -mm. ice cream so good (laughs) (laughs) but not really he choked and was like this is disgusting do not do this again but he loves her and then we fast forward and they're talking about starting this restaurant and she says let's name it grits and we'll use the recipes from your aunt bird yeah and he says marry me and these are my least favorite type of proposals yeah but like it's supposed to be spontaneous i'm assuming they don't make that much money so someone just saying marry me is just you know what it is you know the only thing i picked up from that chapter well that chapter the prelude was when he was talking about how he just loves her and he looked at her and he's just like you know what i want this this woman's brown skin yeah. and sweet lips to be on my children and i said yep yeah it's a yes it's a yes <laughs> i'm marrying you today um and yeah and it was cute. And then we jump into reality. Which yeah, is then we, day. We, we jump into present day and they're divorced. Divorced, babe. Divorced. They got two kids. Um, Kasim and Deja. Kasim and Deja. Deja is older. I think she's like 13. 13. And Kasim is like, like eight. eight. Is he eight? No, no, no. Because Left he's going into grade the six. six so. so that puts him at like 11 or, yeah. or 11 or 10. They're pretty close, but not that close. Yeah. Um, And they are driving on their way to grit so they mm-hmm. co-parent yasmin and josiah they live two streets away from each other yes in skyline yeah which um, is a affluent neighborhood yeah they they're rich baby okay they're they're I criminal crop yeah they're proud of that new black Holly black hollywood yeah, they that's got gone they got that candy bearers money not, not um, maybe kenya more more like sheree kenya more and sheree are the same tax bracket no i mean sheree Right after the divorce, Sheree. Oh, Sheree post divorce. Yeah, that that's yeah. A, if y'all if you watch pre the she by Sheree, pre, pre she by Sheree. <laughs> Let me write this down. <laughs> that's funny. Pre um, what did she call her home? Um, Sh- Chateau, Chateau Sheree. Back when it was still a hole in the ground. <laughs> oh, we're so shady. Anyone who watches The Real House of Atlanta, let us know. You know what we're talking about. Um, so they're in the car, and Yasmin is about to drop off her kitties to Grits, the now full-fledged restaurant, yes. so that um, her ex-husband, just I can take care of the kids because she has a party for her best friend, Cole Soledad. Now, I thought this was a happy family. You know what what about this game happy? I don't know. I just assumed it was going to be a happy, you know, co-parenting. No, you guys. Their first daughter, Deja, happy? is... I thought it was going to be happy. Huh? The tone of the book was so depressy. Like, I almost wanted to give up. Because I was like, oh my God, where is the love? There's like... no love. You know, in all the books we've read, there's no love. <laughs> I don't even know what the point of this podcast is for. Um, now, hold on. There was love. Where? Okay, in Yinka, there was love at the end and self-love. Okay, so... In the perfect fine, there was love. Illegal love. Illegal. <laughs> in Honey and Spice, there was young love. Yes. Seven days, I don't want to go was there. was toxic beautiful, love. toxic, torturous, abusive, soulmate-like Concerning. love. Oh, my God. I, I don't think we'll top it this year. But wow. Let's see. So... The two kids are in the car and they're on their phones. Now, Mama Yasmin's just like, uh uh-uh, uh, girls, get off, no girls, but please get off your phone or whatever. And now we start to get a sense of what the personality of these kids are. Their eldest daughter, Deja, is going through what I fear as a person who may have children <laughs> in the future. 
this girl don't like her mama. Um, she's a little bit rude. I think a little bit disrespectful. I, I know that we're talking about fictional human beings here, but I do personally. I'm like, how do I allow space for this teen no black space. girl to to teen it up without? yeah like without me judging like you know when we were reading seven days in june and um my girl audrey would do stuff and i'd be like damn audrey so i when i'm reading it i i want to allow the same space for deja because at the end of the day she's still um, i mean she's a product of a divorce you know let me not let me not speak as someone who's not experienced um Parents who are divorced, but I, I have I my pains about kids who. Fair <laughs> enough. I think I think the difference in Audrey in Seven Days in June is that I think she she dotes her mother, and I think she tries to like please yes. her mom in many ways, and like she'll respect her mom in simple ways. Deja outright blames her mom for everything. She's what Freud was talking about in them books, y'all. I don't even. Oh. No, really. Because as we get, as we go through the different chapters, we find how Deja really does like stick by her father's side, and they I sort do, of like come together. Okay, I do want to talk about her that differently, but we can get into that. Yeah, I want to talk about it later because I I have a lot to say about Deja and her mother, and yes. then Deja and her father. Yeah, because um, it's stark. And, but I will say the whole time I'm reading it, I'm thinking of that quote that goes around Twitter every three weeks. Where it's like mother or daughter and father laugh at mother. That's exactly what it is. Because that's what it's giving. But sometimes Josiah ain't even laughing. <laughs> yeah, because he loves, despite yeah. them being divorced and how things ended so badly, he loves that woman. I mean, in the in the prelude chap- chapter, he was talking about this woman's going to be the rest of my life. Like, I don't care. Like, she's my soulmate for, for, yeah. for good. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're in the car and, you know, Yasmin has told her these kids please get off the phone and Deja like rolling her eyes I'm like oh mom you're so this and that and like whatever like school has just started and you're already like bothering us about homework and you're just like nagging like it's just so annoying meanwhile Kasim Kasim but I'm sure their names share similarities in origin but Kasim is like yeah sure let's get off the phone let's do what we need to do um he he's still at the age where I think like it's very easy for kids to be agreeable, so he doesn't really have much to say about the issue. I don't even think I'm sure he also notices the tension between and tries Deja to, like, maybe and the mom. Give his mom extra love. Yes, to I just, think like balance out just the different te- the tension that comes between both. Uh, Deja I think, and, the mom. and you know, what? and I'm not to give Freud credit, but every day we do. Yes, because there is a difference. Like if you've read the book, essentially not spoilers, but we do discover this eventually. Is that mm-hmm. um. The, leading to Josiah and Yasmin's divorce, they go through a lot of loss. They lose his aunt Bird, who is the reason they started the restaurant, and she was his primarily primary take caretaker from the age of eight after he lost his parents. And in the same span of time, they lose their third child, who dies during delivery. Is it stillborn at like thirty five weeks? Yeah. So it's a lot of loss, and it throws Yasmin into a deep depression. Yeah. Like not be able to shower sleeping all day crying all day not eating completely unconscious like just not able to take care of herself let alone other children or her children yeah and 
as you're reading, there's like this sympathy or, you know, that kids normally have that Kasim does carry for his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, one, he it's we learn later, of course, he has a fear of losing people because of all of this trauma. But like he he's more patient with her, whereas Deja, Deja lacks. Like but again, we we'll, we gonna get it. But Deja lacks the patience. I don't. I just don't understand it. She whips her mom every chance that she. Opens she her hates mom. her. Like she is harsh. She, and and as as girls ourselves who have mothers, I think every woman or every daughter has that, especially those teen years with your mother, where like they're difficult. But I would never like the fact that she's constantly rolling her eyes at her mama. The fact that she's like her smile dims every time her mom speaks and like blames her mom for everything and nags and just, uh, it's, it's a lot. And I, and I think like even in that, in that whole um scene where she's driving to Grace to drop off the kids and she's talking about like how much she misses those days when they have like Saturday yeah. morning mother, mommy, daughter, Manny's and like, backyard fire pits with like pillow fights and stuff like yeah. she misses that but this is post you know everything that's happened so like two years from the divorce exactly and so much has changed yeah. what's interesting though is that she was thinking introspectively to herself that Deja reminds her of herself when she was younger I'm sure every mother see- has that especially if you have like a tumultuous because yeah. she even says her mom says like she looks like her mom Deja looks like her mom and she says her mom said now she'll treat you you'll get a taste of what you were like as a daughter and And everybody's had their mom who says one day you're gonna have kids and you're gonna (laughs) yeah yes we don't like it (laughs) however I'm like if my kid ends up like me I feel like I was a great kid but (laughs) so I'd love a little me personally no I think I was a great kid a little misunderstood a little like um high strong but like what teenager isn't high strong with them emotions just running around like with Mm -hmm. free un like just ugh to I would not pay to be a teenager again yeah um yeah um and so on their way to grits dropping off the kids they're at the restaurant now and we find out that this restaurant actually has gone through a lot of changes yeah um economy wise uh i think it used to be a mom and pop kind of little restaurant but then right now they're trying to like make it into an upscale you know it's giving blaze by candy birth no, it's not. It's Blaze, OG Blaze, 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 and OLG. It's giving OLG. I meant OLG. It's giving. Um, <laughs> it, in Canada, we would call this like Moxies. Yeah. I guess in the states, it'd be the equivalent of like Outback Steakhouse, perhaps <laughs> Olive Garden. But that's not what Grits is giving. It's giving Grits, more. it's giving the bear. That's what it's giving to me. You think so? Yeah. I think it's like it's trying to be a hot it's they said it like based on the location of it it's a high-end restaurant like well it's, they're trying to make it upscale now that's, that's the word have, i'm like, looking new, for upscale they're tra- they're tra- yeah. that's why they're getting new chefs new managers to do everything now like, prior to that they really needed a like new that. chef because their old chef literally died <laughs> yes who was auntie bird oh, RP, auntie bird with your recipes because that's what they're basing off her recipes. Yes. Yeah. I thought you said rest in peace. No. <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rice and peas? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so anyways okay. so they pull into the restaurant and josiah is in there he he runs the restaurant and we learn that yasmin has like been taking time off from the restaurant because in the past two years of course she had to deal with her own psyche her mental health and then because of the divorce they just, they decided to split the work so with the restaurant, they are business partners through and through, like, and Josiah does not play. He says, this woman's been with me, like, this is as much her, her blood, sweat, and tears as it is mine. Yeah. And, but at the time, and she's just getting back into the restaurant, like, he's been running the restaurant, making sure they're staying afloat, make sure they don't lose their mortgage, mm-hmm. and she's been mom. And um, they've been making it work. Now they're finally in this place where the restaurant's actually doing good again and they have a new chef who can be thanked for that, Miss Vashti Burns. Yep. Um she she and Josiah have a great rapport. Yeah, she's been at the restaurant restaurant for a year now. Mm-hmm. Um and of course during that time like Odile described, you know, Yasmin was still dealing with her her own like mental issues. And so they became very close, um, Josiah and Vashti. And in when we see her and they introduce her to us, um, Yasmin was talking about she just she, we're cordial and everything, but she just gives there's something, there's a feeling there I don't like. Yes, the feeling of I'm stealing your man. <laughs> exactly that's the feeling um because our interaction is i wouldn't say it's awkward but it's just like there's there's tension there it's i don't know you because i'm not really here too much but you're also stealing my man and it's weird and it's weird i know we're divorced but But considering the that that's my man my man my man yeah um for life and why my kids want to eat your ribs so bad exactly and this is where you put in the rib (laughs) crack this is where deja started upset me yeah and i and you at 25 years old it also lets me know i have so much to learn before i bring a child into this world because why deja's so happy to see vashti but she's treating me like the ice queen that would grind me to grits with ear to ear oh my god i was like it really upset me um but you know yasmin just like okay yeah whatever so you know she says hi she does a little awkward hi hi everyone's great huh great um and she brought her little carry her overnight bag because she's gonna change in the restaurant before she makes her way to soledad's um birthday party for the dinner for the is it a birthday is it just a dinner it's just you know it's a get together three squirrel friends just getting together so a get together (laughs) <laughs> i know why you're saying that and they don't i'm not gonna explain it's it fine. they're going for a little get together it's not, it's not a party okay it's just three people and a box of pizza um so as she's walking towards the back office so she can change um this is when we now get an understanding of where this like depression really came from besides just auntie auntie, auntie bird <laughs> on bird dying mm-hmm. um she looks at this empty corridor and she's reminded of this like <gasps> Oh, yeah. I just realized. That's, no, what I I read chapter twelve while I was waiting for you. Sorry, I'm not gonna say it because we'll talk about it next episode. But there's you know what I, I again, like I said in the beginning, why did we do this thing together? <laughs> because if this house was burning, you'd leave me. Oh my you god! No, anyway, no, so no. we I put I wrote down here empty corridor because as a significant memory. Because there is a significant memory. This is I'm. Um, Assuming this is where 
something happened. Yes. Stillbirth, miscarriage, whatever it may be. But I'm something not significant say. happened there because she talks about it and it gives her chills along her spine. And that's how I know, okay, there's something significant about this particular corridor here. But we move. So she goes to the back of the room. She changes. Um, and as she comes out, Josiah is actually in the office. And he's like, oh. And they're like, oh. Hello. <laughs> and it's the first time we see their them interact with each other. And it's kind of strange. It's awkward. Very strange. But they're both like eyeing each other. The yeah, they're doing more than eyeing each I other. I know Josiah is fine. Let me tell you. I know, I know Josiah is fine. fine because Hendrix never stops saying how fine he is. And not only that, she said that he the first time like they met, I think like she said before. I could see him. His voice seduced me. I said, this is a fine black I man. Slowly, I slowly. I slowly decided to be seduced by him. No, but he... he. Okay, I, we were talking about who we think everybody looks like. Yeah. So I, I see Tiana Paris when I look at or read Yasmin. Mm-hmm. Um, we're undecided on Josiah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so Odila said Idris Hodge. Idris Hodge? Yeah. Is that what you said? Aldis Hodge, I'll I just, said. Idris Hodge. Do you see how I mixed two <laughs> fine men together? Aldis Hodge. He blended them. I know. To make a Superman. <laughs> a black man. Um, and I think I said Regis on page. Oh, I think we did kind of. But I don't understand. Is, is, is Josiah Lightskin? I don't remember. I think he's a little. I think he's Buttercup. I said Kingsley Benadir, and I still think that. Sorry, he could be that or, too. But Josiah has like he's, or, he's built. He got he got buff on him. He's a little. And what about Reggie Jean Page gives swole? Girl, do you not watch Bridgerton? I did, and one? I was not giving multiple swole. times. It was giving worked out over MLK, who acts the guy who acts MLK in Regina. He was acting as Night Malcolm X. Oh right. Oops. Okay, um, Malcolm Shabazz. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Okay. Right. The brother from Detroit who moved to Boston with the per with the ginger with the perm. hair. He did have a perm. He had a conch, a coink, a conch, whatever they called it back in the day. <laughs> I read his bio his autobiography. Why? Because I am a ch- a black okay, child. Okay, LeBron James. You get and your you know- reading on. <laughs> Anyways, or I just thought of someone else. I don't remember his name. But he was in the movie with Reggie Jean Page, actually, um, with Tessa Thompson, the guy, Carrie Washington's husband, Namdi you know Samsung. Scratchy. Squirt, squirt. That's who he is. Yes, that's who just I, I, I forgot his name, too. Namdi something. I think it's Namdi. You can just say Namdi something. Well, I don't know his last name. Okay, yeah, him. I think he would pick. I think he he'll pay he'll play a perfect Josiah. Mm. If anyone who's watched that, um, what's it called, Love Blues or something along those lines, it was on it's Amazon. on Amazon Prime. Uh, I forgot what it's called. And Blue he, Love. It's actually Love quite Time. cute. Actually, you know what? In the most recent years, I think that's one of the better black romance. I agree. Um, movies that have come out. His name is Namdi Asomuga. Okay, Nigerian um, King. Yes, he's evil Ebo man. And yeah. And he, yeah. has a, he has a nice voice. I'll say that. He does. I'll, I'll give it to him. Fine, fine, fine. That's fine, Kerry Washington's fine. husband. Who's Kerry Washington? Anyway. You know um, Olivia Pope? Mm, never heard of her. <laughs> All right. So, you know, they, they're they in the office in the back room, and she struggled to zip up her dress like any other woman she's getting th- ready. Because th- 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 thick. <laughs> 
Um, and she asked Josiah to do it for her, and she talked. And he was like, "Okay, <laughs> sorry, you guys." Throughout throughout the chapters that we're gonna be reviewing, and I'm pretty sure even more beyond this episode, every time these two are in contact with each other, if they want to jump their bones. Jump bones, it's sick. And you know what? <laughs> I'm here for it because I, you know what? I kind of like this slow burn, this role playing, because I know when it finally hits. It's going to knock my socks off. And I cannot wait to read those steamy, juicy chapters. But we move, y'all. Um, and they have a brief conversation about how Grits is doing. Yeah. And I like the way they have like this mantra that they use during their match, which is like Team Wade. You know, like anything that happens, it's you and I. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Queen Charlotte and Farmer George. Yeah. Um, you and wait. I. <laughs> you and I. Or Let's one put the thing. biracial love aside this, this episode. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, so you know they smile at each other. They also have like very small banter sometimes, which I do like. So the love is still there despite what happened. Um, and yeah, you know what I mean. She leaves the restaurant, and we finally go to Soledad's get together, and we finally meet the the side characters. You know, I love the side characters. So we find out that Yasmin got two best friends. That she met in yoga. That and she made in yoga that was recommended by her therapist. Yes. Um, so she can get back out there. So one is Soledad, who it's her birthday. And Soledad is married to the most useless man I've ever... Like, I think he's a lawyer or something. I don't care what he is. He's useless. His name is Edward, I believe. Edward something. And he's so like what list like it's her birthday and you can't you don't have the the guts to help her make sure the kid's homework is done he's so one she of can... those men that's like well i'm the breadwinner so like yeah. you're and she and so that is a proud um housewife, housewife. she loves her three daughters yeah uh, do she'll do anything for them she's a super mom basically um but edward is no help whatsoever um he's like Odile said useless and then we meet hendrix, hendrix. And our girl Hendrix, y'all, is a producer in Real Housewives of I mean, Atlanta. That's what okay, she is. She is she's on not Bravo's producer, She's paycheck. a publicist. She's a publicist. Fine. She's <laughs> on Bravo's paycheck. Okay. Andy Cohen writes a check. Okay. And a Trump Andy check. Cohen check. <laughs> no, if you don't watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, we're so sorry. Our references, you because, will not understand. Especially now that we are in Atlanta. Yeah. We're ATL, going to whoop, whoop. Be, you need to stop doing that. <laughs> we're gonna be extra annoying about it but so as we apologize to the people of the uk we apologize to the people of new orleans we apologize to the people of atlanta georgia and i want to apologize to people in my continent the <laughs> continent of africa too why because maybe they don't know Anyway, shout. I'm sorry, so, that was so ignorant, and I'm African. You know what I mean? I apologize. Um, if you know she gonna say Africa's a country, I'm kidding. We just watched Love Island, no, that's and someone said from, that. I oh, it is in land. She's she's making Love Island. Yeah, joke. making Love Island USA joke. Yes, Love Island USA. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so. Hendrix is a publicist on what we have to assume is house, Housewives of Atlanta or Married to Medicine. It's or Atlanta. It's Atlanta for sure. Because they be, be, she said they'd be fighting each other and she's yes. so tired. And so, there's only two people I know, Kenya Portia Moore and Portia Williams. <laughs> Portia. Yeah. Um, I'm Actually, it could be Mariah on Mar Married to Medicine. Never or uh, Married to Medicine is so good. They beef, like they actually physically They fought fight on the each first other. episode. They're married to doctors, mind you. The first episode they're fighting, they had to stop after a while because you know Bravo and stuff like that. But like, we do not condone violence, especially with predominantly black. Negros, yeah, exactly. There you go. But there's always crossovers. Like, um, 
the doctor who delivered Candy's baby, mm-hmm. Doctor Jackie, she's oh, on yes. Married to Medicine. She helped her with the surrogacy. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, I so do she, remember that. She's a, she's a main. She's been on it since season one. Oh right. Um, okay. She's kind of like the Cynthia. She's just kind of like calm and cool and like, but yeah, mm-hmm. my mom loves the show. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would definitely watch. You all should watch it now that there's a writer strike. If you're not reading and you need something to watch, might as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So she's that. She's she's you know she's that friend that they always have the the eccentric one. She's cool. She has her she, army is yeah. bag. No kids. Nice no man stressing her Fashions out. Fashions are always fashioning. Yeah, she's making all the Damn. the the lewd jokes. I just want to be just like her. <laughs> uh, she seems like a good time. Yeah. So they met, and she's friends with these two housewives who you know mm-hmm. in the middle of these suburbs in Skyline, and they do a lot of suburban activities. Um, but yeah, but they're at Soledad's birthday, and they're having a an okay time. Soledad comes in, complains about her man, and they're doing what people do. As I get older, this is what adult friendships are. You sit in restaurants and you talk about your problems or whatever's happening in your life, and you either drink or you don't drink. And in this case, they're trying not to drink too much because the moms have to go and drop their kids off. You see, everyone's driving home. Ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they're talking about, so that's like, it's good, it's good. Like, everything's fine. And Hendrick's like, next year we got to go to a club, to a strip club. Like, we live in Atlanta. Yeah. And Yasmin's like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. And they're, of course, they're they're asking about Yasmin and, and Josiah. And she's trying to act like, yeah, I've moved on. I've moved on. I'm, I'm so cool. I'm so calm. I'm so collected. Right. Zipped you up in the in the back room. And you earlier. had your heart going pit-a-pat, pit mm-hmm. Your heart and something else. But anyways, she's not, she's clearly not over the divorce. She's not over him and he's not over her. Yeah. But what we do learn is that she initiated the divorce, which made me upset with her. Because every time she says it, I'm like, like, I understand why she divorced him because it's also hard if the person's not giving and you're trying, because she like talked about suggesting. It did upset me because it felt like in this specific case, it felt like giving up. Okay. I want everybody to know I'm very pro-divorce. Like, you should not be with people who stress you out. Like, I'm so serious. But I think because when I'm reading, I throw all sense to the wind. (laughs) I'm here for love. I'm glad you know that, though, about yourself. (laughs) Um, But, like, and again, I understand why she did. Like, she said she talked about um, recommending couples therapy, and he was not adamant about it. So, And sometimes you have to leave a man to have him act right. That's it's still so killing me though i just feel like someone who was go- I, okay i've never of course like i have never had a miscarriage i've never you know had a stillbirth before um i cannot imagine what goes through your mind it was sort of like depression like you ha- and one thing we actually realized that they have they had a name for the henry. child and his name was henry and i feel That's like bad name, when though. you start to it's okay and if you start to person when you start to personalize when you start to give it a personality give it a face give it everything and then losing it i don't i don't know what goes through someone's mind like i feel like you can completely lose your wires and become somebody totally different so i i mean whether the divorce was she didn't try hard enough or whatever i think she made a decision for herself because i don't know that could the depression could sort of lead into suicide 
it could lead to other factors as and well. that is why i say i get it because he wasn't giving as much as she was she needed yeah um and you know they do say when you lose a child oftentimes couples can't they make can't, it yeah. through this was an episode of Grey's anatomy that really shook either. me when y'all y'all know what i'm talking about when um what were their names jesse williams character and the ginger when they they lost their kid i think his name was something dumb like henry as well and um <laughs> low-key after they split jesse with the black girl and i finally got on board with this interracial couple they did this and then kepner decided to just go off and and go fight a fake war in iraq and kept taking new missions and i just it was just so upsetting for me mm. i gave up on that show though but anyways um so back to it so she goes home after her little gal pal time and she finds her kids homework barely they did the homework um her kids are are cackling <laughs> over my personal favorite board game monopoly i love monopoly and um who who else is playing josiah oh oh, oh. is that vashti i see yeah vashti <laughs> is in the home y'all what do we do I say we commit murder. Why? Okay. Um, I say we ask questions. So, of course, as soon as as poor Yasmin walks in, she's tense. One. She's tense. Josiah's tense. And she says he does this thing. His smile melts into a neutral line. Mm -hmm. Like, it just never, it never, like, you know, it's never warm towards her. Mm -hmm. Um, Vashti's tense. Because seems okay. And then Deja's got stank face. So like, yeah. <laughs> She's probably even happy. She got smirk. You know? She's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My daddy found someone better. Because I'm not even kidding you guys. Deja sounds like that type of girl. She does. And but again, let's 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 power through. Okay. So essentially the the kids have to go upstairs. Vashi says, Yeah, we'll leave. And just Yasin's like, Yeah, let's talk for a second. She's like, So what is this? Why why she might like what's going on here? AKA, are y'all fucking? <laughs> I was gonna say y'all bumping uglies or this new term I've heard I've learned I believe y'all in the south say this um hunching I think hunching is so funny <laughs> and I'm going to be stealing that well that's not my culture so I'm not gonna I'm going to be taking it thank you okay. um so she essentially like y'all hunching and he's like no it's new like we just started and we're just trying to work it out which is why we haven't told the kids but she's around a lot she's at the restaurant like the kids already like her so it's not really a hard transition um this conversation pissed me off <laughs> Dewey, i'm telling you Ooh, you asked to divorce him i know and I, you know what she actually made a slip saying well i didn't know what i want my husband and yes like, Ex husband oh, that would make me quiver chills. and fall many chills i'd be a puddle I'd yeah. be a puddle. Of I would just. I want to perish. Yeah. Here, never be here again. Um, and she's like, I'm just looking out for you. I don't want someone yeah. to hurt you. And he said, No one in my whole life has ever hurt me like you did. You see that? I highlighted that too. <laughs> I highlighted, put it in bold, and said, Okay, we'll come back to this. <laughs> that is okay. I understand, Josiah. He probably wanted to fight for the marriage because he said, I'm not going to marry nobody but this woman right here in front of me. Yeah. So I understand he's upset, but this is too much. I mean, it's true, though. If you didn't want to get divorced and this person does want to get divorced and you have no choice but to divorce them because they don't want to be with you. He didn't pain... try. You know, honestly, after reading, after reading I do believe Kevin, he, didn't he didn't try. try. He the, didn't the try. The whole therapy thing is what's flipping me off. He didn't try. Yeah. 
and and I'm upset at the both of them because mm-hmm. I think they both didn't try. I think there are things she realized after the divorce in therapy. Like for instance, she realized that he deals with pain differently than she does, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be a you know a unified look of how we're suffering. Like it's not it's not a struggle Olympics. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, I think he because he comes from a military background with his dad yeah. and. Um, it's very much like put your emotions to the side and 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 what's funny enough and I guess is also good is that he's able to not force that essentially on his kids it's, but he can't do that for himself no. like that's how ingrained and his father died when he was eight yeah that is why it is so important for you guys please if you're having kids I'm begging you <laughs> the first 10 years are so important <laughs> Oh, Dilly is pleading, y'all. Like, You're killing generations. Please, we're this begging This man you. has been without a dad for at least 30 years. Yeah. But the the harshness that was instilled in him, he just kept it going. And I just... It's too much. It's just too much. And but, I really think, like, some sort of professional help, whether it's therapy, whatever it may be, y'all, would have helped him a great deal. Yeah. And I know, like, in the future chapters, actually, Hendrix talk about like I think one of his cut co- one of the nephews or cousin, yeah, unfortunately sexually assaulted in the house, and look at them divorced parents, life, divorced and... parents. I'm just like that person needs help, yeah, okay? and, and then he's like, and he wonders why all his relationships fail. Mm, listen, <sighs> the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> so they just kind of ended there, and they their conversations for a lot of the beginning is a lot of like. Let's try and be friends, and then it's like her jabs. It's very divorcey, and yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And so then we move on to <laughs> the next chapter, and we learn that um, Yasmin used to be part of this association around their community where they would, you know, bring people together, like food trucks together, um, or like that thing that Condola did in season three of um, Insecure, where you have like a movie night outside and like everybody curating, comes content yeah. curating, Co- content culture creating, culture, culture creating, As Co- said. okay. <laughs> There's a lot of alliterations. <laughs> I just stopped. Culture yeah. curating. Culture curating for your community. Community culture curating. Yeah. That, okay. You know that's what culture they do, y'all. Community creator. So Yasmin <laughs> used to be a proactive. Like she was one of those mothers, like very proactive in that element. Of course, when she was going through her deep slump, she was just unable to get up and do anything. But she's coming back into yeah. it, y'all. She's, you know, she's she's doing a little comeback. Yeah. And so there's this thing called Food Truck Fridays that Yasmin is a gr- spearheads. Um, and just you can just imagine from like the name, like they have a bunch of like, food trucks from around um the community and grits is going to be one of them so she's doing a great job you know doing the whole delegating you know get the folding chairs here now be careful with the folding chairs i know how y'all be in alabama (laughs) (laughs) um get the napkins here and there and having great fun um Actually, I wrote here, it's supposed to, des- it's supposed to, it, this whole like food truck Friday is supposed to design to increase community engagement and foster economic development for, I guess, like the community around, which is a great cause. Um, anyway. Can I just say, this yeah. is a real suburb. Like, yes. I thought I grew up in a suburb. No, I just grew up in a city with houses. This is a <laughs> suburb. <laughs> My lord. Like, they have boards and like, yeah, because they're fully they're funded. They're affluent. Like, I, I did not grow up in the suburbs. Your suburb, your suburb was not funded. No, no, no. These are just houses I grew <laughs> up in. <laughs> houses and maybe piece of the land just ran with me around you, right? Just like, of land. I think sometimes we think like, 
um, because it's not the city, it's the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Like, technically it's a suburb, but it's not that. Like, what they're describing is, like, like this This sounds like the type of place where your neighbor can call um, neighborhood watch because your grass is too long. Mm-hmm. You can't do that where I'm from. Like, <laughs> this is very specific. I've never heard no food truck Fridays type of activities happening. Oh, what's the other one that comes in the next chapter? Screens on green? Yes, green exactly. Like, no. Like, why? And they know each other like they actually know each other i'm like no nah, this is a different type You're of right. like this i like i said i didn't grow up a server i grew up around houses like yeah. that's not this is not the same thing um um yeah and so yeah they the community is hanging out y'all intimate community everybody knows who this and that people are walking up to um yasmin saying girl we're so happy you're, you've yeah. organized this like I'm glad to see you and la da da. So like everybody knows your business. Exactly. <laughs> and like they I know what's going on exactly. with Yasmin and Josiah and, and them kids. But they're happy to see her outside. <laughs> okay. Um, and so they walk over to the grits, I guess, truck. And mm-hmm. it seems that this I I don't like Josiah's girl now. Vashti. I don't have a problem with Vashti. I, I personally would like to try the ribs that she'd be making and the I fried don't, chicken. Because she's poisoned them. My mom always told me, be careful who feeds you. Okay, so here's the thing, right? That she's not done nothing to nobody. She she did what I know I would do. I would see an opportunity and I would see it. it. <laughs> even, if like, he's married, even if he's married. But he's not married. Do you see how that works? He is single pringled. Only by two years. First of all, it takes a it takes at least three years to be divorced. How is it my business? How long? He's how, still married to Yasmin. I don't care, man. If you want to let a fine black man laws. walk around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you continue while I look for the Atlanta laws. <laughs> <laughs> they said they've been divorced for two years. As in the papers went in two mm-hmm. years ago. Were filed. Were done. Atlanta, Georgia. You don't. You're laws. not looking up at those things. Anyways, so and I'm looking at Kerry Washington's husband. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> so, anyways, they go up to the food truck, and it's a little tense between Vashti and and Yasmin Loki because Vashti doesn't kind of know that Yasmin knows, but then also like. They just don't know each other well enough because, again, she's not really been in the restaurant. So there's no, like, casual convo there. Like, she has that convo with the rest of the employees there. Like, there's even a man there who used to date Aunt Bird, Milky. Yes, Aunt Bird is so interesting. Like, she had four husbands. Um, Two died on her. So she's been divorced twice, a widow twice. Yeah. And then she had Milky at the end of her life. Um, so Milky's real happy to see Yasmin. Yeah. At the same time, Josiah comes by with her kid. She's there with Soledad and Hendrix. Mm-hmm. So, and Hendrix and Soledad notice the the little the little touchy touchy between Josiah and Vashti. They look trying to make eyes at their friend. Like, do you do you see what? Do I see what? Yeah. Yasmin trying to like she keeps trying to be like I'm cool it's so cool like oh my god I'm so fine with it (laughs) meanwhile she's struggling and then here comes Deja with her stank ass face I think I literally wrote here Deja pissing me off smile at your mama yeah because every time she looks at her mama she act like she she committed 9-11 or something like literally no yeah (laughs) it's getting ridiculous I'm starting to feel bad and she's just like and everybody can see that you you're like have an attitude with your mom. Mm-hmm. So she then like, what you call it? 
So after a while, she's like, I can't do this anymore. My man is flirting with his girl. My daughter hates me. Let's walk around and try some of this food truck food. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's good. Apparently there's some collard greens that Hendrix want to try. What is yeah. it? The it's like black... fried in something. Yeah. I think she called the Blacksican truck where they have like the yes. collard greens with, I don't know, something in there. I said, that's interesting. Blacksican. Yeah. Mexi- black Mexican. Yeah. Very interesting. So they walk over and Soledad's kids come over and, yeah. um, or Lupe comes over, which is yeah. her oldest. Her and oldest she's, baby. uh, the same age and class as Daisha. Mm-hmm. And the way they describe Lupe, Soledad was always giving light skin, but she, she, is. <laughs> she, she, she light skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I hear the name Soledad, I think of the CNN reporter Soledad O'Brien. Reminds me of all the telenovelas I grew up watching. It's a very popular uh, name. I actually think Soledad's on The View now, actually. Mm. But um, she, she did, Lupe's apparently very beautiful. She's going to be a Gorgeous. tall girl. And as we learned, she's going to, she's she's giving model-esque. And yeah. her mama knows that. Yeah. So she she comes over and then Deja comes over with Kasim. And Lupe's like, we missed you in English class today. And her mom's like... English class? What do you mean, Miss you in English class? Where? <laughs> and Lupa instantly is just like, oh, Ooh. shoot. Why'd I say that? Tongue. Um, and she's like, okay. And now Yasmin's looking at Deja and being like, you skipping school now, girl? And then she does. She's like, oh, it's not a big deal. I just had to, like, watch this hair thing. Because Deja, I will say the interesting part about her yeah. is, and I wish her mom was less negative about it, is I that agree. she's a hair influencer for natural hair. And she she's really, really into it, like her videos and everything. And I, I think that's something you should obviously nourish. Um, Absolutely. As you're young, as you're. If your kid is into anything and they're good at it, yeah. Like I saw this in it. this little boy who's like into um, fashion design. Mm-hmm. Like he knows how to use a sewing machine, everything. Are you talking about the same little boy I saw on TikTok? He day? makes like outfits for his friends yes, and stuff. That He's w- so cute. And I'm just like, you have such good parents because they they saw that in him in like age two, and they're like, we are going to encourage this. And also. To be honest, if they're really good at it, I'm pretty sure they'll find a way to capitalize it and make money off it. <laughs> Not everybody has to be a lawyer. Not everyone has to be a doctor, okay? Honestly. Someone wants to be in the arts and, like, make enough to sustain whatever lifestyle they want to have. Yeah. So I think Deja is very talented. It seems like she's very committed to doing it as well. You know, when we go into future chapters, we talk about Hendrix, like, taking her to, like, the beauty supply store across town or whatever. Also, I guess... I. I don't know the specific year this is, but, like, the thing about influencing, right, is, like, it's not just the YouTube videos or the TikToks yeah. or whatever. Like, if you look at, like, Jack- Jackie Ina, there's she's does candles. There's mm-hmm. an eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. She's working on other stuff. Like, I don't know a single um, really popular YouTuber influencer over the past decade that this career has developed that just does YouTube videos. Like, yeah. there's always something else. Oh, growing to something yeah. bigger. Maybe you can even yeah. start your own like hairline or have a collaboration exactly. with you know one of those like big ones around. Like there are make your many own shampoos ways. and and conditioners. You gotta think big, think yeah. big, Jasmine. Think big, exactly. Um, but yeah. And so her mom is upset that she's skipping classes, which fair enough. I would be upset too. I'm just like, girl, like what what's going on here? And I think they want to sort of like um 
punish her in some yeah. sense because also her parents have actually so her parents being ja- Yasmin and um, Josiah they have access to her kinky curly page I don't know what it's called it's called girls curly whatever it's called something and so they're able to like see what's going on for obvious reasons child child protection listen mm-hmm. when kids are online creeps come quick mm-hmm. um, so I think they're going to talk about like her not posting for a week or something and of course it's going to make her hate her mother more but you know but we'll, we'll get to that. So, but she just, Yasmin tries to act normal about it, even though Deja, like, underplays it. But we'll see. Anyway, so we get to chapter four, and we this book is written in first person. Which I love. First person, and we go between Yasmin and Josiah, back and forth, back and forth. And it, mm, it, it makes me feel good, because now we get to see Josiah's point of view from a situation that he saw, and we get to see Yasmin's point of view from the situation that she saw. And I like that i like the way it moves um but were you gonna move on to the next chapters or what you were gonna say yeah so chapter four is josiah's and um it starts off with him i think it's both of them chapter four chapter four is actually quite short because i don't think i have actually any note notes from that chapter um from the only thing i got from that chapter is the night that yasmin called him to to, get to come get their dog otis so otis is actually the dog that auntie bird yeah. Um, left behind. He Otis is a great Dane, y'all. So you can just imagine how big that dog is. And it's named after Otis Redding, I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. Um, and Otis loves, loves some Josiah. As yeah. as we call him time to time. Who's y'all. we? Um <laughs> someone was getting too comfy. And the thing that I picked up from this chapter is that <laughs> when he saw Yasmin call him at 2 a.m. Because at that, oh, that yeah. time, Otis was, like, staying over at the other house. He was thinking, so, oh, my God, does she want me back? Is this divorce <laughs> not real? And that's when I knew, okay, no matter what front this man puts in front of us when it's Yasmin's chapters, yeah. this man is dying inside. He didn't want the divorce, like Odilia said. Um, he was wanting to work it out, even though he was not going to seek therapy or whatever. Um, So I think, like, he gets this, he gets this, like false hope that maybe like when she calls she's gonna be like i'm so sorry like i made a big mistake come back home the kids miss you we want you here but no she called and said yo this dog cannot stop barking can you come over and take this dog yeah I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. it's howling and growling we don't know what to do so just so josiah goes over to the house and this is the first time i see i is the first ch- chapter where we see josiah's point of view first, per- first person i guess the the, uh, the first would have been the prelude mm. but yeah yeah because he looked he let me tell he glanced on this girl's little nightgown and said lord have mercy I miss that girl. She is thickums, you know what I mean? She's looking good. Um, but my girl hasn't slept because Doc is barking and says, take this dog with you. And they kind of feel like Aunt Bird left the yeah. dog as like a watch, like an angel, a great angel for mm-hmm. Josiah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of him uh, navigating that. Yeah. And is this the same chapter where they go to the the pond or the river? Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. this makes this makes sense. Okay. okay. So because he he picks up the dog Correct. because he has to, they have to go to the pond or yeah. something, and outside he walks the dog to how two streets. So he's living in Aunt Bird's old house, which is mm-hmm. two streets from the house that him and Yasmin built to live in forever. She's choking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 
love hurts it hurts me mm-hmm. but um so he walks over to that house and their neighbors are outside and they just had a they adopted a baby they're gay neighbors <laughs> okay thank you hana i'm just saying hana knows gay people um, i do i lie <laughs> talk valentina anyway so she no, really, I'm an ally. Okay, you don't have to keep saying it, okay. sweetie. Okay, we understand. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so the gay neighbors adopted a baby, and this is like their sixth time um, trying to adopt. So it was, it's, it. They're really happy, and they yeah. haven't seen Josiah in a bit because people would be busy, especially with a newborn. And um, he goes over to say hi to the baby. I can't remember her name. Um, and they're like, "Why don't you hold her?" And he's like, "Okay." And he's he's not want to hold a baby since he lost his own baby yeah um my poor side girl <laughs> and um so she, she he's holding the baby and of course this is when yasmin comes out the house and she's like shaking in her own head seeing this man with the baby and it's just like i wish this man had been so ignorant and just gone to therapy to talk about this stuff because like the both of you should not be shaking at the sight of a baby mm-hmm. but anyways um, and, and the neighbors are like, it's almost our anniversary and we're going to want to come to grits. Like, do you, but we need to get a sitter. And Yasmin shockingly decides to offer to watch the baby. And Josiah's shocked. She's shocked. Everybody's shocked. Eventually the couple leaves with their child and she's talking to Josiah and she's letting him know about Deja skipping school and stuff. And, um, they're like, <laughs> they Yasmin's panicking a little. And she's like, we need to get ahead of these things before, <clears throat> like, she's skipping school now. It, it's not the biggest deal, but, like, if we don't start to say something it's now when spiral. she gets to high school, yeah, it'll mm-hmm. spiral. And I watch you for it, she said. I watch you for it, and I, I see what they ha- what's happening here. She thinks oh, she's going to end up with Rue. Um, and Josiah, which I don't appreciate, he's like, yeah, okay, for sure. Like, they agree on the punishment. <clears throat> don't skip. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> don't skip don't um you're not allowed to post for the week whatever your schedule like we don't want to see it like that's your punishment because obviously you have to pick something that she cares about and that's the thing but and and yasmin's like i i want you to say it because if i say it then it'll be like here comes mom again and and she's like she hates me like she doesn't like me i don't know what it is um and she josiah says something that annoying he's like you're being sensitive yeah and I'm like, huh? Yeah. Yasmin and I reacted the same way. I said, what do you mean I'm being sensitive? <laughs> like, I'd be like, are you dumb? Like, what are you talking about being sensitive? I just told you that my kid hates me and you're talking about being sensitive? Yeah. Because you like, don't see? Maybe you're, maybe you're just, maybe you're reading into things. No, you're going to see for yourself. And he does. Eventually. And so eventually the kids come out to, uh, you know, talk about, to, to go to the river or whatever with their dad. And again, Deja Stank attitude. And Yasmin decided, she's like, I gotta go yoga anyway. So I'll see you guys at whatever 5011 activities Kasim's got. Yeah. And on, she, Deja says something about her mom. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was waiting for you. It's my turn. It's like something she says passively that makes Josiah be like, huh? Is that? Yep. Okay. Because, you know, um, Josiah, of course, he doesn't see the kids that often. Uh, he does, but, like, He sees know, them every day. He sees them every day. <laughs> but, like, he... I think, like, he doesn't really... He spends a lot of time on grits. Yeah. That he's not really, like... 
I would say I would say Yasmin spends a lot yes. more time with the children when yes. he was focused more working and keeping up with the business uh, of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know, like you look more like your mother every single day. <gasps> Deja yes. went ahead and said, hopefully I grew out of it. What? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't believe in beating kids. But in that moment, it's going to be smut down. Like yeah. what the Call hell? Call me the undertaker. Hannah said, said it's about to be hell in the cell. No. Okay. Oh, dude, I'm telling you right now. There's that and say that. Hopefully, I grow out of it. It's not even a gasp that will come in my body, man. Nothing will come out. And then just have the was. gall to be like, well, maybe I'm li- I'm reading into it. Huh? Mm-hmm. What normal person says that? He was like, was Yasmin being sensitive? Because that was harsh. Yes, it was harsh, Josiah. <laughs> just- yes. It was harsh. Yeah? Put two and two together. What'd you get? Harsh. Exactly. You do the math. You run a business. Not successfully. But here, you were still running it. Anyway, that pissed me off until I had to actually just stop reading at the point. <laughs> It was so rude. Because I've never, like, how can you fix your mouth to say that about your mom? I don't care how you feel. That is, like, you hate your mother. Yes. For no reason as well. Things, well, for things that you don't fully understand because you're a child. And of that's, course, like, and that's why sometimes I want to be I'm empathetic, like, but like, girl, come on now. That's why sometimes, as I'm reading, I'm like, Yasmin, just ask this girl, why don't you like me, man? Because mm-hmm. me like that. If this is my kid, I'd just be like, fam, I've tried everything. I've gentle parented. I've authoritatively parented. I've, I've done everything. <laughs> I've tried to be your bestie. I've tried to be your enemy. The result is not different. <laughs> and that's someone who doesn't need therapy, needs needs God, needs way more than that. Take her to church. You're like, damn, like, what did I do? Did I kill somebody? Like, shit. I, is- I would straight up ask her. I'd be like, "I'm tired, bro. Like, I don't get it." Yeah. <laughs> um, but they go to the pond, and and her and her dad are watching her brother and the dog race around in the water and and play fetch. And again, the the vitriol she has for her mother is, is- non-existent for her father. Like, Freud, you won this round. <laughs> Freud is in the building. Freud has answered the call, <laughs> and she's I don't. I think eventually, like, Josiah gets a text um, from Vashti. From Vashti, yes. Yeah. And it's it's more about work. And he she does ask about Yasmin, like, how she's taking it. Like, she doesn't want things to be awkward. Because what the three of them agreed is that she's a great chef for, for Grits. Right. Vashti loves her job at Grits. She doesn't want this to affect, like, the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he's answering that text, his daughter's like, who you texting? You texting Vashti? Oh, my God, Dad. I know you're in a relationship. Like, me and Kasim figured it out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, it's still early days, as the Love Islanders say. It's early <laughs> days, you know. And, and but he's like, is that okay with you? Like, you know, just being a, a responsible parent. And she's like, yeah, it's fine. I want you to be happy. Like, especially since she took your happiness away. Yeah. She... And this is when uh, this is strike two. So Josiah's like, "Now nah, we're not gonna take it. the first time. I took it." <laughs> and he said, "Forget the second, third, fourth. This one is done. I literally just wrote Deja. Dot dot dot. Don't piss me off." Like, yeah. <laughs> Josiah realized that she, of course, like she is referred to the mom, and he grabs my girl's chin and said, Don't "No, because that's not. She's not even done yet. She continues. I told you I blacked out because in my head I, I beat her up says already." Some- <laughs> 
she says like she's like since she so she said something else that's she pretty just, like, vile about her mom, I think. You deserve happiness after what she put you through. Um, and then just like, of course, I can't blame you for moving on or whatever. That's all she says. No, know? no, she says something after. What else did she say? Um, oh, I think she calls her mom crazy. Yes, there we go. Yeah, she just say like, don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, mom went crazy and ruined your life. And there then we go. Just like I said, you can stop here. And now that's when he grabs her chin and says, don't you talk about your mom like that. Yeah, especially in front of me. Yeah. Do not even. He's like, she went through a hard time. This is the first time we hear him talk about Henry the baby. She's like, yeah. she lost Aunt Bird. Yeah. She lost Henry. Like, you don't understand what she's been through. And all she can do is like, yes, sir. And and this is the thing, right? Why are you more angry than the person who got the divorce? It's giving Molly when she found out her daddy cheated on her mom. Oh, yeah. And it's like, like why are girl... you more angry than the person who's going through it? Like, get over it. And this is why I say the nuclear family is killing my people. It really because is. this child doesn't understand that mommy and daddy can live separately and still create a more fruitful environment yeah. rather than to live together and be miserable. Like, And then it upsets me also, because let's get into it. Why do you view your mother... Um, as, as crazy. Yeah. And as weak because she... Like, What? That upset me. Oh my god, that upset me. I I couldn't do it. I could not. No, she she definitely she doesn't respect her mom. She doesn't she's very harsh with her. Overly judges her and criticizes her for everything that she's gone through because I mean, I we can all, we can no, you go through and it. talk Let's about see. you know what I mean? Like I'm thinking myself, okay, yeah, I understand you're a child, but girl, like where's your sympathy? Why does your brother have sympathy and you have none? Crazy. That's what I don't understand. Like, has she done something else to you that we don't know? Absolutely. I don't believe. No, no way. I think this woman is trying to. You know what she was doing? She Surviving. was trying to survive. Yeah. She was trying to deal with grief. By the way, I think her still came like two weeks, a couple of weeks after. Aunt, Aunt yeah, Bird it was died. very quick. Like, it was back to back grieving. And and you're told you have to move on. Yeah. So, my Miss Girl. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? You have to have some, you have to create room for your mom. And ugh, and I, I get it. Know. I get it. No child should have to see their parent in the depths of like a mental um, health or even a chronic illness state. Like, it, it's just not a good feeling as someone who's seen it firsthand. Like, it sucks. Yeah. But you, and it's scary, but you have to have some sense of like, this person's not doing this to themselves. Like, yeah. they're going through something. Like, and I say this somewhat, like I mentioned, like, I've seen what chronic illness looks like mm -hmm. um, in front of me. Mm -hmm. And it looks similarly to what Yasmin's going through, sleeping a lot, not having as much energy, take care of yourself. And, mm -hmm. like, but I, and I've been around her age as that's happening. I just don't understand why she lacks the ability to, like, for me, it's just the missing empathy that she has. Yeah, like, asking mom, yeah. like, are you okay? Like, mom, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't feel for your mother. At and that's all. And that's scary to me. to me. Yeah. And and then for some reason, you think even, like, put that aside, you think this divorce is your is your mom's fault like i don't know like who planted that seed in your head that's girl? what i'm wondering and i'm and trying I'm, so hard to remember she's 13 but i'm thinking about myself at 13 i'm just never. like even when even <laughs> though like even though my relationship with my my mother is very complicated i could never go as far to be like 
You know what I mean? Hopefully I grow out of it. Like what? What are you I've saying? never heard that before. I've never. Can you someone has given you a compliment because your mother is beautiful. beautiful. And she's coming back to herself. You know what I mean? She went through this slump and she's trying. She's done she's doing the yoga. She's doing the therapy. You know what I mean? She's she's trying to speak life back into herself. And you're just out here beating her down to the point where, like, we didn't mention, Josiah told her that she was grounded and couldn't post her little YouTube videos. And she said, oh, did mom put you up to this? Why do you think everything is your mom's doing? Why can't you, you don't think your father is not, because, (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) and I think think the reason why we're passionate about this, because I think, because we possibly would have kids in the future and I'd want daughters, you know, I just want daughters. (laughs) And God, and we just came from Barbie too, so oh, you know exactly. So things are a little bit, mm-hmm, yeah. um, you know, that Billie Eilish song playing. But like, literally, <laughs> no, like it's ridiculous. Like, why? And I think in a lot of situations, dads get to just be the actual parent. The dad like, is a hero in, in every, every story. story. Like, like the you come home, everyone is, oh my god, dad's here. I'm gonna say you don't understand the hell I've gone through with the children. Today. Honestly, but dad's here to save the day. And a lot of women, a lot of married women on TikTok say the exact same thing. Yeah, and I'm just like this marriage. This 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 parenthood. What is this life? And I think it's because it's dad. It's because dad gets to leave. Dad does this. So you know, at the end of the day, absence makes the heart grow fonder. If you're constantly in this person's face, constantly telling them to pick up after themselves, constantly telling them to you're nagging them, do this, do this, do this. It's reading time. It's bedtime. It's, they don't want to hear your voice no more. Especially if you're left to be the parent that has to do all that reminding. Mm-hmm. The other parent looks fun because they don't say shite. And a lot of dads don't say that. I'm sure, like, Josiah doesn't seem that absent to me, but, like, yeah. it is different. Like, she, you can see from it, like, Yasmin reminds them to do their homework. Yeah. She remembers every activity that they got to do, make sure that they're on time, this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. And he, we already said he gets to focus on the restaurant. So he doesn't have to think about those things. So they, they associate him and the restaurant as an escape from, like, the yeah. routine their mother has created for them. And it's just... Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait for I. I literally cannot wait for Deja and Yasmin to. I hope it's a why don't you like me because it's ridiculous. Like, especially as we go on more into the book, like the way in which she treats um, Vashti. One Vashti annoys me, but Hendrix. Yeah, because Hendrix gets to be the cool, fun auntie. Yeah, but that's about it. (laughs) She don't want you after nine p.m. Like she does not want you. So. And the way she like the t- it's just I just hate it I hate it, yeah. Um, very sad. Yeah. I think I think I I, I had to like I'm I'm telling Freud I'm gonna reread that the work and the theory because <laughs> I'm telling you each passing day they called you a madman. <laughs> no, he was the savior. He's, he's here to tell you guys something, and he's absolutely right. Like God, it makes no man. sense. I just don't get it, and I don't like it at all. Like I genuinely. I just don't like it. It it upsets me. Yeah. Um. Okay. So moving from Deja, we go to another event. This is the Screen on Green event. So similar to the uh, Friday food truck or food truck Fridays, um, it's another event that um Yasmin is part of, and it gets interesting because we find out that Yasmin has an admirer. Yes, a white man. A white man who I envision as Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it's Chris Evans or who was I in, in that? I was thinking of a uh, Alexander Skarsgård. No, that's scary. 
<laughs> when I think Alexander Skarsgård in a suburb, I think Big Little Lies, and that man scares me in that. Was he fine though? <laughs> yeah, for like the first yeah, like okay, twenty minutes, and talk until about he started as... being a little horror. But I think I'm thinking about his aura. Oh, what aura, my guy? He was good for twenty minutes. Okay, I'm thinking about his twenty minute aura. Okay, so Speed <laughs> and Green is basically an event where y'all just bring your blanket, sit outside, and watch an old movie. There you go, community. Um, and so they're all sitting there. So so that is there with her beautiful girls. Um, Hendrix is there as well, and Josiah comes in with Vashti hand in hand, and all the neighborhoods watching, like, oh girl, I think divorce is that his new girl? Oh my god, I swear she just shoved at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I heard they hunching. God, <laughs> I hate when Adila discovers words, <laughs> it makes my life miserable. Um, Good for you. And now everyone's looking, like I was just say, everyone's looking and be like, oh, what's going to happen here? Is it going to be a brawl? No, no, honey. It's not Montgomery. Um, <laughs> so what happens is that they're all sitting there and, you know, like uh, Hendrix is looking at <laughs> Yasmin. Yasmin's looking at the like that. Like that's looking at everybody. And everyone's like, what's going on here? Oh, before we even get to yes. that, just a quick mention. Because Yasmin's the organizer, she of course every time she does an event, people haven't seen her come up to her. Right. And she does mention this one woman who's a librarian who made sure to keep visiting her all throughout her 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 season, her hard season of life. And she's able to we find out more that it's obviously a stillbirth. Yeah. Because this lady went through something similar and, and they share that, you know, trauma that nothing brings together like trauma. Trauma bond. Um I think we all have trauma bonds and that's why we're all together. Like I've learned we're not using that word correctly. Oh really? Or that phrase. But that's not you're neither here nor there. But mm-hmm. they share trauma. Um, but there was just something that Yasmin said. She said, like, with a stillborn, it's different because it's like a bell that never tolls. Yes. And I was like, oof. Okay, Candy Ryan, you ate that one. You ate that one little no, thing. No, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you guys, in advance, the book is an 8.5. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, in advance. Because I like the writing. I like the way she really, like, she really ropes in very, like, poetic stuff into it. Into mm-hmm. very serious conversations. I really like that. I, You know, I'm, like, that's why I like the writing of Honey and Spice by Bella Bella Bella. Because it has that poetic ring that resonates uh, with the girl. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> spoken word mm. Mm. okay <clears throat> and um so now this white man i forgot what his name is mark i don't need to know all right white man comes across <laughs> the field and he spots yasmin beelines to yeah. yasmin um and everyone is looking at well not everyone but hendrix and so that is and josiah and josiah is a girl here he comes um so he walks up to yasmin he, he does his little hellos hellos and he just and hendrix is one of those friends who just like she likes to stir the pot a little mm-hmm. bit or like to encourage a few things she's like no, you come sit here with us it's space here let's move up y'all move up move up y'all um and he sits right next to yasmin and the movie's about to start and before it does, he actually says, um, Yasmin, like, can we chat real quick? And so he grabs her arm mm-hmm. and they go to like the back and they have a little conversation. We find out that this man's just like, listen, girl, I've I been like looking you, at you and I want you. And that's what I'm going to say. No, I hate <laughs> Are you doing that. I like you and that's I want so you. so inappropriate. I should not have said it. <laughs> and we got two options here. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so inappropriate. It's actually coercion. It is. I don't like it, but will I laugh every time it shows up my timeline? Absolutely. Um, and of course, Yasmin is taken aback because you know she's we. It's obvious she still has feelings for her ex husband Josiah, but I feel like her seeing them them being Vashti and her and him walking together is more of like. I like this attention. You know what I mean? I like I like that someone's paying attention to me because things have been really rough for me. Mm-hmm. And so she's not particularly attracted to the white man. <laughs> God, I didn't find his name. Um, but she definitely wants to, you know, still maybe go out there. So he asked her, like, listen, you don't have to look. When I'm, I'm looking for anything serious. I just want us to, like, get to know, know each, each other. other. So can I have your number? We can go out for dinner sometime. She's like, okay. <laughs> she didn't do all that. Um, and so then she sits, <laughs> so they go back and they sit down and they watch the movie. Um, and that's all I got from that chapter, girl. Do you have anything else? No, that's all I got as well is, um... I'm just going to find the white man's name because I don't want to keep calling him white man. <laughs> um, but then I guess we move on to the chapter where they do the parent, parent-teacher stuff, right? Okay, yeah. And then yeah. these chapters go yeah, kind of quick. Mm-hmm. So this one is in Josiah's POV and he... He's, he goes to, he leaves the restaurant and he goes to the school because um, Kasim's teacher wants to talk to the both of them and he sees his wifey um, and she he's like, yeah, damn, she looks good. Like, everything is sitting yeah. where it's supposed to be sat. And there's another man in the hallway. His name is Mark. Okay, White well, man is called Mark. Mark. Anyways, I'm talking about Josiah here. Um, <laughs> so he's sitting in um, he another white man's in the hallway and he's seeing that the lunch was pulling walk by he's he's also losing his mind yeah and just has to calm himself down and be like i can't fight this man this is my ex-wife okay i know she looked good yeah um so good <laughs> Jesus, oh my God. sorry he actually clenched his fist because I yeah feel like he wanted to like he wanted to box he him. wanted to box someone but he can't do that because it's gonna it's gonna be too obvious um, he said bigger breasts, more ass, thicker thighs. This man is so Yeah, he sick. said with every kid, she just went from bup, bup, bup. Like, it just... Kiki Palmer style. Exactly. Okay? That's exactly what exactly. our girl Yasmin's body did to her. Good for her. <laughs> she lucky. Yeah. Uh, some of us will not be that lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, but they go in and they realize that Kasim is extra smart. He's this little smarkle particles. He is. And his teacher would love to encourage, like, advanced learning or possibly even skipping a grade. But before they can do that, they want to make sure that he's able to acclimate to all of that in the best way. So academically, socially, mentally. And the kids have journals at this age. And the stuff that he's writing in there is a little concerning. Like, he writes dark. <laughs> he has a fear of his family dying and he has a fear of his dad leaving. Um obviously all of this is caused by losing his brother, losing his aunt, the divorce, everything. So the teacher encourages like some kind of counseling, a therapist, and the kids had seen a grief counselor shortly after, like, um, I guess a divorce and stuff, but it was only a few sessions. And remember, yeah. Josiah's very anti therapy. And um, I wrote down portrait of a fool for some reason. I don't remember why. Uh, but in this moment, the teacher's saying it. And, and, and Yasmin just keeps looking at him like, well, he hates therapy. But he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll get Kasim to go. And so in the next chapter, it's dinner time and they've ordered pizza and they want to talk to Kasim about it. And... Um, I know why you wrote Portrait of Phil, but it's from the next chapter when she's getting ready 
um, to have a conversation with a kid. So she's wearing, I only put, I only know it from, because I put here um, the pair of powder blue Air Jordans. Yes. That's, okay. Yeah. So they, they leave there and they decide like therapy is the route for the yeah. kid. They don't mm-hmm. know how they're going to navigate the academic stuff. But for now, let's get him acclimated. Let's sort out the stuff that he's putting in the journal. Yeah. So they make sure to get the, you know, parents always got to sweet you up before they have conversations. Absolutely, girl. So they're like, yeah, let's have pizza tonight. So she's in this closet, which I imagine is what my dream closet would look like. It, looks, it feels large. It feels like, like it's definitely saved on my Pinterest. You know what it's giving? Um, If any of y'all watched Princess Diaries, the second one. Yeah. Where the big closet. Oh, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's yeah, what I'm I was thinking something that's like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Or who, there's a housewife, like I think in New Jersey, who has a closet like that. I'm just like, mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. But anyways, <laughs> so back to the Jordans. I think they're OG dunks in blue. Sure. And... Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I don't speck and see sneaker hair. I don't know what you said. They're Air Jordans. No, they're not. They're a pair of blue pow- powder blue Air Jordans. Oh, okay. But they're OG Dunks. Okay. And <laughs> they're a pair that Yasmin's essentially stolen because this man's been looking for them and she said, I haven't seen them and she's been holding on to them. You know, kind of like how Dwight held on to Angela's things after they broke up. Who's so Dwight? In the office. Oh, you just you say names like people know who you're talking Y'all about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Dwight Schrute. Girl, you should have said his last name and then said The Office USA. Then maybe people will know what no, you're saying. Anyways, there was Sorry, a scene love. where Dwight Schrute, he, when him and Angela, that other crazy lady in the office, they broke up. There were a few things that she's like, I, you sent myself, but I'm missing this, this, and this. And he's like, I haven't seen them. So when Pam and Jif, Jif, Pam and Jim come to his place later and he's crying to, through the night. He's holding on to these items. He's essentially holding hostage because he's not over the breakup. So that's what I imagine that Yasmin's doing. She's like holding the shoes and like shedding a tear. And then a portrait of a fool. That's what you highlighted. Yes, it. because yeah. she is a fool. She should go yeah. get her man. Yeah. Cause he want her, and she's looking at the bed. The thing is, every time she looks at their bed, she's having like sex flashbacks. You know, what she said when she put the shoes on, she's like, "You know what they say about men with big feet?" Yeah, cause he's a size thirteen. <laughs> on adult, <laughs> I forgot this is not my home. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Um, continue, Julia. <laughs> Let me perish. But um, so she. She's, you know, so yeah, so she puts on a pair of sweats because she was wearing jeans to the parent-teacher interview. Or, yeah, and then she keeps her top on. So she looking, it's giving athleisure, yeah, lounge, you know, very PLT, Mm -hmm. Fashion Mm Nova-esque, you know, sweats that are real tight around the bunda. Come on now. Uh, So she, so that leads into Josiah coming over. Yeah. Uh sorry i just realized i also wrote again deja please smile at your mama (laughs) i know she's a very irritating child but she she comes down and um her kids eat anchovies like the weirdos they are because and bird like them and even though their parents don't but josiah comes over and they have the conversation but before he they have a conversation he sees her in this attire and he said these damn pants she's wearing must be made 
sewn hand sewn by the devil and shipped from hell yeah. because he cannot mind you he since the book started he has not spoken about vashti like this no like at how can all. you vashti's skinny with no kids <laughs> wait yasmin is thick with i am pro vashti she's not done anything to me what have you not seen the cause <laughs> of her Action? This is it. women need the to support women. <laughs> See, I'm splitting my words. Women's stories matter. They do, and you know, Vashi's a very talented chef. She should do her business where she belongs, in the kitchen. Damn! Now you're saying a woman belongs in the kitchen. I said Vashi belongs in the kitchen. <laughs> um, but yes, you know, she's wearing outfits. <laughs> this man is looking at her, and he's just like, I cannot stop. And this is the third time now. That he's been staring at her and said, like, this woman here, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, and he, he gets hard. But he also, like, there's a flashback in it. What? It were not a flashback, but he talks about, like, when they... <laughs> don't make it weird. Why are you showing teeth, girl? <laughs> I'm always smiling. Let me stop looking at you. You look weird. <laughs> when they used to live together... She like oh as part of four as part of the yes. foreplay she would walk around the house with no bra on and he could see and so what he would do is when the kids are upstairs he will grab my girl split her open on the kitchen counter and do what he must. And I was like, dang! I mean, I can't lie. I read one, two, three, four, five times. Um, I might revisit it, but <laughs> now hold on. Um. Anyway, let's get, let's get into why they're in the house in the first place. They're here to tell Kasim, listen. You are a talented, beautiful black boy, and your teachers think the same way about you. But in order for you to advance into, you know, a class where it's more on your level, we you have to be a full fledged child. You have mm -hmm. to be, uh, you don't have to be, you have to have all the holistics with it. So they want you to be um, emotionally as well as uh, this. Is this emotionally capable or like mature enough to to deal with the classes that are above his grade right now? Yeah, I guess so. And so one of the suggestions they have said is um, that maybe you should seek some therapy yes and then because just like what do you mean there's nothing wrong with me and and his mom's like no there has, doesn't have to be you. something wrong with you yeah. but it's it's good to talk about your feelings and clearly you have really big feelings about aunt bird dying and your yeah. brother yeah and you know mom goes to therapy and and do you think mom there's something wrong with mom and he's like no i don't but Loki, he does mom. because yeah, he associates but, you know, like a dark time he, he does <laughs> but you know he loves his mama so and um it's kind of making sense when the Yasmin says it, but what really encourages Kasim is when his dad says, if you go, I'll go. Yeah. And this is when I that didn't appreciate. Oh, I, you and Yasmin, but I didn't appreciate Yasmin's response to it because as Hendrix says later on, like therapy is something that people come to on their own. Like you can't force it. Look at Yinka. Her friend gave her a business card to a therapist and she ripped that shit up. And then when she was ready, she went. So, and sometimes, you know, the way people love their kid is so different from how they love themselves, their mm -hmm. partners, other family members. And as we stated, like, Josiah will do anything for his kid. Clearly, like, mm -hmm. he wants the best for them, even if he doesn't deem therapy useful. Mm -hmm. But he, for, for himself, but he doesn't, or doesn't see the benefit, but he still thinks you should do it if you think it'll make you feel better. Yeah. So... I'm not shocked that he would agree to do it for the sake of his kid and not for the sake of his wife. I'm not saying it's good. 
I, you I'm know, just saying I'm not shocked. That's that's fine. I think like she she it sounds like she begged this man. She like, did beg him. I'm, I'm begging you. Yeah. Like just even do one even just do one session with me. This man said, well, I don't need therapy. He said some really mean things to her. He said he would rather run through a, a, a yes. fire naked. Like, like it was never that deep. <laughs> like it's sick but i i do agree with you and i should be more empathetic towards like everybody at their own time and whatever and even the yasmin actually in i think the next chapter talks about like you know it does take time to like even find the right yeah. therapist because you know not everybody finds them on the first time um and so i understand the process but it's a commitment to bettering yourself i i just and i think like if you really want things to work out yeah mm, as a grown person i'm just saying i yeah. also think like especially with men like if a woman's begging you like please like let's go to therapy like i want like you and then you don't do it you shouldn't be shocked that her next thing is to ask for a divorce because she's exhausted all options yeah so that is why and i take back my statement yasmin did fight for her marriage josiah <gasps> did not Oh, Delia, the way I love it when you and I are on the same page, we're gonna finally sleep peaceful tonight. The thing is, I just I wish she hadn't because again, I'm a lover girl at heart. That's okay. I am too, sweetie. But I also have my limits. Yeah, I really do because like the she's just like, how can you go to couples therapy without the other person? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Um. Anyway, so Josiah is just like in order to encourage Kasim to seek do therapy she's like i'll do it too and of course this brings yasmin to a shock she's like well 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 look at what we have here exactly um so the whole conversation is done kasim agrees josiah and yasmin are now walking towards the door um to front door to, she's gonna like you know walk him home no walking home walking to the door to say goodbye mm-hmm. and then she brings up she's like well that's interesting that you're gonna do therapy and she's like are you serious about it though like are you just saying that for the sake of like you know, encouraging our son to go. I was like, no, 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 I'm dead serious. I'm going to do it. She's like, well, that's interesting because in the past you've been so adamant about yeah, not going. So <laughs> I told you sudden, everything. You want to go. Mind you, she, she's complaining and he's hard. <laughs> and that's the thing because, because yes, because when she, when, when they're walking to the front door, this man is behind her and he's just like, ooh, that ass. Ooh, I just want to smack that ass. No, no, <laughs> sir, calm down. Although what he said was hot. Um, <laughs> you see what I mean? Just hedonistic stick over here. But, and um, then he says something that's sort of like, I don't know, that spikes something in her mind. Just like, well, do you think that therapy is for like weak-minded people? Yes, or for children? I, I do think she, she stretched um, here, but. And you think like it's, it's only, it's not beneficial to someone who's as strong as you. Yeah. And then he's just like, well, no, that's not what I mean. You know yeah. what I mean? I think she's just very overly sensitive around the idea of therapy. So I understand her response, but she's definitely like projecting or like, I also don't think she's projecting because again, this man said he'd rather run through fire naked. Uh, Yes, I'm sure. Like he said some things that were very hurtful. Yeah. Um, Um, Because even when she tells Hendrix the next day that like, or during the therapy, the day of therapy that he's willing to go, mm -hmm. even Hendrix is shocked. Like, which means that her friends told her something that was like, and even she was like, didn't he say he was so anti-therapy? Like, um, but here we are. Yeah. But something else to bring up is like before they had that conversation with Kasim, they tried to have it privately with Kasim, and Deja was all like, "No, I'm staying because if you're giving bad news, like I don't want to. Last time you did this, you guys are getting divorced. Nobody says bad no news. No one is talking to you, man. Like go away." <laughs> 
Like, I don't want to have an attitude with a 13-year-old, but imagine me as a parent and that child's talking to me. Like, I said, girl, can you be quiet, man? You go upstairs. Like, That's why, why again, like I said, I need to grow up before I have kids because my response yeah. would be like, can yeah. you go somewhere? Yeah, I would respond the same way. I said, yeah, you're funny. You're like, funny. no, I've already asked you three times. Like, I don't know why you're even going back and forth with me. That's the part I don't like. She's always going back and forth with her mom. Like, we're not age. Am I your mate? I'm not your mate. Go. If I tell you to go somewhere, please go. But anyways, again, I need to grow again, as I said before. Yeah. <laughs> because I would have. I said, oh, girl, I I too can chat back. Don't worry. Like, honestly. Don't worry. You know, like, we, this you is a choice. I, yeah, you know, we can go back and forth. No problem. <laughs> I'm choosing to be a good person. <laughs> um and so that whole conversation is done the whole like i think yasmin just just has a bad taste in her mouth just like yeah this man is just out of his mind and then at the end before he leaves just like are we good she's like yeah we're good they're not they're not not lisa vanderpump good no they're not good (laughs) (laughs) not at all um and then we move into the next chapter which you just teased um about Yasmin telling Hendrix like this man's actually gonna go to therapy yeah and we find out Yasmin is actually the snack mom for the day for the day for, for so the, and she yes. totally forgot yeah so she's like soccer team. packing up stuff and whatever as Hendrix Hendrix has offered to drive to across the town down the valley into the woods to go to some everything beauty supply store where they sell ribs and hair extensions. I don't yeah, know. That's what everything. it sounds like. They got everything at that beauty supply <laughs> store. Because our girl Deja, not our girl, this this child Deja. My girl Deja. Fine. My girl Deja, oh, they call her Day sometimes, um, needs to find this like ponytail, some hair piece for her um, Insta story, whatever, for her little curly hair business online. And so Hendrix has offered to drive her across town to go fetch it. It's kinky curl. She's looking for kinky curly hair. Mind you. Mm-hmm. Her mother's already gone around and tried to find it with her. Yeah. The mom that she frowns at. Yeah. But anyways. But who are we to do? Mere mortals? <laughs> I'm just a mere mortal. Um, and of course, like it seems like Yasmin has a packed day. She has to take uh Kasim to soccer and then from there she's taken to therapy. So she cannot go around driving and find this kinky curly hair for her daughter. So Hendrix offers, like, I'ma do it, and then I'm gonna take her to Ruby's where they have neck bones. I don't know what neck bones are. Someone in Atlanta. Chicken neck bones. My God, is that what that is? I think so. Yeah, I have to Google it. Her <laughs> face right now. What? I'm I'm pretty sure it's chicken neck you know, bones. In my in my village, the head <laughs> of the household will have the neck bone. Okay. Okay. Um. So <laughs> and so Yasmin is on to the soccer field where Kasim kills it. You know, Kasim is a very bright boy. Like he's good at school. And he's, he's responsible. Good, and he's responsible because he's he realized his mom was rushing him. She's like, "Oh my God, you're a snack mom today." And he's like, "Okay, we gotta yeah, we go. We gotta go." He's like, mm, "Quickly." But I also think the responsible ones are the ones you gotta watch because clearly uh-huh. he's stressed out. Yes. So, um. And so after that, they go straight to therapy and now they're in the parking lot and like Yasmin's looking back and saying, okay, baby, it's time to go in and whatever. And like, you know, like mm-hmm. it's the first session, whatever. And then our boy says, dad, and guess who's here? Josiah. Josiah is supposed to have a conference that day, y'all. But so he came to support his son, which is very nice. He came to support his son. He only had like an hour before his next, I don't know, breakout session. Whatever <laughs> conference people do. <laughs> he had to get on his Zoom. He had to get on his Zoom, y'all. You got to get on your Zoom. 
Um, <laughs> but it's nice that he managed to like squeeze in a bit of time yeah. to see his son go to therapy. And so they walk into the lobby, they meet their the child therapist, and they go inside. And Yasmin and Josiah have a quick conversation, but it's not it's not a nice conversation, it's a little bit uncomfortable because yeah. she's talking about what does she say? I think this is an extension of what the last conversation was about, like, oh, you, you know, coming here for for therapy, you're gonna do your own therapy session. That's crazy. You know yeah. What I mean? And he's just like, girl, I don't got no time for this. Okay. <laughs> I got a breakout session right now. In fact, they're paging me. And so he goes, and at some point, I don't know, a couple hours pass. I don't know, girl. Hendrix um, calls Yasmin and is like, um, hey, girl, like, is it okay if me and Deja go get Manny Petties? And it breaks something in her because, mm-hmm. like, as Hannah mentioned, they used to do Manny Petties, and now this girl doesn't even want to be in the same, like, she doesn't even want to respect social distancing with her. Like, she does not want to see her. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, it's fine. Yasmin does a lot of no for sure because yeah. even like be- before um when hendrix was helping yasmin do like whole uh, packing stuff because she's the snack mom um when deja asked her how long can we stay out she's like you can stay as long as you yeah, want yeah because deja gave her the- a stank yes. face again like, and girl. hendrix noticed it so she's like yeah no like have a great time sweetie um, the good thing what Hendrix did in this particular phone call while she was in the lobby waiting for Kasim to be done with his therapy session was Hendrix was talking about like you know like honestly like I see a lot of her in you yeah. like, you're a good mother like don't worry and I think that that reassurance just makes her feel a little bit better because she doesn't know what she's doing that Deja girl and girl I wouldn't know what you're doing either that's what I'm saying if I was Deja's mom I'd be like Deja come downstairs <laughs> let's have I'll, a chat because like you fam, me, i'm being so serious with you right now what is your deal like yeah. why are you why do you hate me bro let's talk about it like i'll tell you the truth like this this and this happened because there's no way you're gonna be hating me in my house where i pay bills like mm-hmm. i'm so sorry but um yeah and then i think the therapist does a similar thing when kasim comes out and she he's like well he's a good boy like you know you're doing a good job essentially like bringing him here yeah and and she does mention like her her therapist talks about her being hard on herself and just feeling guilt i guess from the two years that she kind of took a break from mothering um and but but her kids are for the most part good so yeah and that that was chapter 11 and chapter 12 you please reach out so chapter 12 is from what it seems like it's the way it's going yasmin just just therapy session okay yeah that makes sense um yeah and so those are the first 11 chapters of this lovely lovely book before i let go kennedy ryan ryan kennedy kennedy, kennedy ryan. ryan okay please <laughs> Okay, are you gonna prosecute me? <laughs> I'm just saying you should know the author's name. I'm sorry, but I'm reading for my Kindle this time, and they don't have it in that order. Okay. Um. Anyway, so far so good, y'all. I actually do like this trope of rekindling old flames, second chances, and everything, especially like in this case, because there's a lot of like burning, slight sparks here and there throughout the chapters and i'm just waiting for everything to just meld together and become and end up being a beautiful story so i like it i like the slow burn the first few chapters i hated it um i i'm not enjoying i don't like it i don't like the divorce tension it it does not please me it does not spark joy it is reality and you know what i read to escape so (laughs) let me ask you from the books that we've read where's escape i found a lot of escape in honey and spice and I found Escape with Shay and Genevieve. 
in um, seven days in june she only knows those two books i don't even think she read the others <laughs> no um how can i find escape in yinka when she was in the hair store no yinka was really giving me whiplash every every single chapter <laughs> where was the escape in the perfect five that was illegal <laughs> that book should be you bad. act like i'm i'm choosing because there's nothing there this is all i got this okay. is all i got um so far i'm enjoying it i'm, I'm enjoying really, it as well really okay <laughs> i'm really hoping i really the two things i'm looking for is deja and the yasmin to have a conversation yes. because it's really it's irritating me. like i'm i don't know i think i'm gonna reach a point where i'm gonna even slap my kindle <laughs> <laughs> i think it's deja because there's no like i just can't i can't believe you're saying that to, about your mother i just cannot and you know what it is it's to have the strength sometimes kids can talk to that to like like if she had said to hendrix yeah maybe but to your dad Ash, you're shameless like what? Absolutely shameless. That's one thing I'm looking forward to. And the second thing is Josiah starting his therapy chapter. And I want to see what it was really good. comes out of those discussions. Because this man has been holding on. His father being in the military, losing his parents very early on, yeah. losing the baby and how that affected him. I'm really interested to see how the, how it's going to make him respond to his environment. And maybe he might feel a little bit more open in having mm-hmm. a, a candid conversation with Yasmin. Because I feel like... I feel like Yasmin would take it. If he's serious, I think she'll sit there and be like, okay, yeah, let's talk I about it. I can't wait till the rekindling starts. Girl, the way this rekindle. man looks at her boobs, her butt, every single time, the when I'm an they emotionally. kiss, that chapter, I'll have to reread it. I meant emotionally. Oh, emotionally. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that too, y'all. Anyway, that's all we got for you guys this week. We are so sorry with the infrequent posting y'all we want to keep everything on a thursday and from <laughs> now on we promise i promise damn you, did we discuss this promise oh we did not anyway <laughs> we're gonna try our best you guys to give you guys weekly podcasts i know a lot of y'all been asking so definitely want to <laughs> put that out there um but feel free to leave some comments in our in our, our different social media platforms. I mean, that is TikTok. That is Instagram. That is Twitter. You can even email X. us at, romant- at romantically lit. No, email us at romantically lit at gmail.com. There's that too. <laughs> you guys can always do that. Send us your little thoughts and your little feelings around it. Um, we will be really happy for, we'll really be excited if y'all just give us some reviews <laughs> on the books we read. And if you enjoy them, or if you have any suggestions, hey, let us know because we want to know, we want to do what y'all want. Yes, and we do promise to do better. But you know it's summer. We outside, y'all. We outside. <laughs> um. Anyway, on that note, uh, have a great week and a great weekend. Yeah, and we'll be up. back for more before I let go next week. Oh, bye. bye. <laughs>